Wildling Press presents How Do I Book? Welcome to How Do I Book by Wildling Press. We like to chat about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and of course, book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. I'm Mary Payton. I'm Grace. And I'm Christina. And today we're talking about our favorite library apps. I love this topic because, well... Libraries are near and dear, I think, to all of our hearts. Yeah. (laughs) Just as readers in general. Wait, before we get started, I feel like I need to confess that I don't have any library apps downloaded on my phone. Really? Don't you listen to audiobooks? Yes. This is how you can get them for free. That's why I'm like here. I'm like so excited to learn because I just You're the recipient of the knowledge. I am. And I just, I... I'm excited to learn about all of these apps because I, I got to fix this. It's it's a problem, I feel like. <laughs> well, today we can fix it for you. I'll learn you something today. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We got you. Library apps are awesome. A lot of people know about them and use them all the time, but we wanted to spend some time talking about them in case there are people out there who aren't familiar with how easy it is to get all kinds of resources on your selected device from your local library it's me i'm people (laughs) (laughs) it's grace grace is people grace we're gonna take you on a journey today and that journey is with us a magical journey on the library bus okay so we all know these days that libraries are so much more than just the books that you go in for just the physical books and the brick and mortar spaces that they are We already know that librarians do so much more than just recommend books and find books for you, even though they're still great at that, right? They also are, they're a resource for their entire community. And thanks to library apps, you don't even have to go to the library to benefit from all those resources. You can get those apps on your phone, you can use it on your computer, tablet, e-reader, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, you can go to the library from bed. It's amazing. (laughs) And it's still just as free. Which is the greatest part. Even freer, because you're saving on gas. There you go. Well, you're still paying for that phone bill, though, aren't you? Mm. You'd be paying for that anyway, though. It's true. Man, I was just thinking how good of a tagline or... What am I thinking? A motto that would be, even freer, Libby. (laughs) (laughs) So, first of all, we want to talk about the app called Libby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's got to be the most popular library app. I've definitely heard of it. Yes. Great, Grace. Thank you. Good good for you. Good (laughs) for you, Grace. Thank you for preparing for this episode, Grace. (laughs) And I, you know, I didn't look up whether that's really the most popular one, but that's the one that everyone tends to know about. I think that it, from what I've seen, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, you know, Mm -hmm. bitchy bookworms, girls who read, like I'm in a lot of book lover groups on Facebook, and I've really (laughs) learned that which library app is more valuable to you completely depends on where you live where like Mm -hmm. what you're because like even though it's an app your library still it's still stuff that your library system is acquiring 
That is very true. Your library still has to pay for this stuff, or at least has a certain amount of ebooks, audiobooks, whatever that they can have available for their patrons on the apps too. So everything depends on so that. So I have a kind of logistical question. This is great, Grace. You know nothing. Ask all the questions. I'm so sorry. So do you have to be within a certain distance from like a particular library? Do you like pick a library? Like I've never even tried to see like how it would work on the app. So perfect. You just need a library card. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it depends on what library card you have. Mm. And therefore, you can use that for whatever apps your library has available. Okay, perfect. Nice. So for instance, I have five library cards from five (sighs) different counties. Wow. Yeah. Why not? I can't believe Christina, I can't believe you don't do that. Because that's a great tip when using these apps. And we'll talk about that later. How do you get a library card where you don't live? You they don't really care anymore. What? I didn't yeah. know that. Amazing. Oh yeah. my god. That changes everything. We need to compare and contrast, Mary Payton. Libraries are really the best places in the world because most of them, at least a lot of them, I don't know about most, but a lot of libraries have also gotten rid of overdue fines uh-huh. because they were like, why are we punishing people because they like lost a book or something like that? That takes away that, that resource that a lot of people need yeah. in their lives for money. So a lot of libraries have gotten rid of that. Whoa. Yeah, and if you go into your library and they don't have a book, they can probably get it from another library too. Libraries are yeah, amazing. Yeah. Man, I think it's so cool that when I rent a library book from one of my branch's libraries, I can return it at a different branch library. That yes. I'm like, "Whoa, you guys are from the future. How do you know what book <laughs> this is?" <laughs> yeah. Honestly, library staff and the people who come up with the systems there should really run just about everything. Yeah, absolutely. I endorse that. Yeah. So Libby is also known as, sometimes you'll see Libby by Overdrive. Overdrive used to be what it's called, right? Yeah, I think that I had, I think Overdrive is what it was called before apps Mm -hmm. existed. Like I had Overdrive when I was in college and I don't, I don't think I had a smartphone then. Oh my God, I'm so old. (laughs) I know, same, but we don't have to talk about that. (laughs) But yeah, I think that's right. Because I know Libby came out in, in June of 2017. So. Okay. That is after I graduated. So. Uh, but actually, they're, what's the word, sunsetting overdrive? Slowly murdering it. Yeah, not even because <laughs> a great way to... I've never yeah. heard that before. I don't know. I heard that at some point. I don't know. I'm looking it up in the dictionary. Euphemism for slowly murdering. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, to cause or allow something such as a law to lapse, end, or be terminated. Okay, yeah. So they're sunsetting overdrive. That's so funny. So- I've never heard that in my life. Yeah, at some point, I think pretty soon you won't be able to use Overdrive anymore. But that's because Libby is is Overdrive. Right. It is the same thing. So through Libby, you can get ebooks and audiobooks. And like I said, you make an account with your library card number. So as long as you have a library card, you can sign in. And then you'll be able to browse. I said thousands, but I don't even know the number you know, of titles it's, that they have available. Because it just depends on where you are. Right. True. But yeah, it's it's huge. It's vast. You can just scroll through as you're chilling in bed looking for your next read. And actually, since 2017, when the app was created, people have checked out just over a billion books through Libby. Wow. Oh my god, I'm responsible for at least like 13 of those. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Christina. Great Thank job. You. Thank you so much. Rag. If you're interested, I thought this was a funny bit of, not a funny bit of trivia, but a bit of trivia is the billionth title was actually just checked out on January 21st of this year. I wonder who did that. Who are you? We should celebrate that. I don't know who did it, but the book is called An Unwanted Guest by Sherry Lapena. Lapena. 
Okay. I haven't heard of that book, but Mm-mm. it's important now. Yeah. It's always Amazing. been important. Right. Right. <laughs> and through Libby, too, it, it's a pretty simple, clean, as far as the design interface. So it's it's pretty simple to use. I think maybe that's why so many people love it. You can browse through titles. You can browse through genres just like you would through your brick and mortar library. Yeah. And my Libby account, I have the default set up. So I, oh, I don't really read ebooks. I only do audiobooks. So it's mm-hmm. pinned that I only am looking for English language audiobooks. So I, ne- I don't have to keep putting that in. It just knows. That's awesome. Yes. So some of the, I was going to talk about some of the benefits of using an app in general. Libby does a great job, but like we'll talk about some more library apps too that do this. They'll save your searches. You can still put books on hold like you would at your regular library and it'll notify you when it's available. I've gotten on hold for a book before where it's like, wait time, indeterminate. You are 727th in line. And it's like, okay, I guess just someday I'll read this. (laughs) Christina, that's where your other library cards come in handy. Well, that's where I go to the other library app we're going to discuss next because it's a lot more fruitful in the Richmond specific uh, Richmond City okay. Library system. <laughs> okay, okay. Or sometimes I just buy it on Libra FM. I'm like, whatever, I need this book right now. I guess, yeah, it depends on the your stress level at that point about needing that title. Yeah, right now. So right now in Libby, I have one book on hold. It's Hood Feminism by Mickey Kendall. And I have a book club at the end of the month. So I have like three weeks to get this book read. I'm on wait and it's about a two week hold time. So like mathematically, I should be able to make (laughs) it happen, right? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you read really fast, so it's fine. It's going to be audiobook, so just all day long. Just do like times five speed. Oh, God. Yes. I like can't even do like 1.25 speed. I'm like, oh, my God, you're speaking so quickly. (laughs) Well, you can choose whatever you want. You can actually do that in the app too. do a faster or slower speed for your audiobooks, which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So Libby is just a great resource for all of your ebooks, audiobooks. You can filter. One thing I like is you can filter by available now. If you mm-hmm. just want to see like what popular books you can listen to this very second, you don't have to mess around with settings. Like just show me what I can listen to right now. Yeah, that's really nice. Do they provide through the apps reviews and stuff of books? How in-depth is the like metadata? It is limited. So from what I can see, I just pulled up Parable of the Sower by Octavia E. Butler. It's like tagged as fiction, literature, fantasy, science fiction. It has the official synopsis. And then it has like metadata, like the format, duration, edition, series, you know, stuff like that. So not a ton of metadata, not reviews. That's where you would want to cross utilize like a story graph situation. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. be cross-referencing over here. Be be cross-referencing. Yeah. But one thing I do like is that you can tag books that you find on there too. So if you don't necessarily maybe want to check it out right now, but you don't want to forget a title that you see that you are really interested in, you can tag it and that'll add it to a list. So you can make a list for your TBR, for, you know, middle grade that you really want to read, whatever you want. So you can create lists much like you would in Goodreads so that you can keep track of stuff that you still want to, that you want to read in the future. And I just noticed that it created a smart tag for me to keep track of the books that I've already listened to. Mm -hmm. Cool. We love it. It's smart. So that's Libby. Great resource for all eBooks, audiobooks. It's available on Android, Apple, and on Windows devices. Hell yeah. 
Christina, do you want to talk about hoopla? Because I know you use that quite a bit. Hoopla! Do you guys remember that SpongeBob episode where some guy is just like hoopla? <laughs> I think it's the uh, I think it's the like crusty crab training video episode. <laughs> Anyway, maybe that's where it came from. The etymology of hoopla. <laughs> a lot of library stuff comes from SpongeBob episodes. Yeah. That's for sure. I've heard that. So hoopla is like a lot of what you just said, but it also so it does ebooks and audiobooks, but it also does graphic novels, comics, music, movies, TV shows. Like you can get a lot of stuff through this. I don't. I just do audiobooks. Like this is what I'm here for. Yeah, I used hoopla a lot when I lived in. I lived in South Carolina for a little bit of time, and I moved down there with my boyfriend, and then we broke up. And Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh like that. Whoa. Wait, my brother did the exact same thing. He moved to South Carolina with his girlfriend, and then they immediately broke up. What is it about oh South gosh. Carolina? It's a dark place, I guess. It's a, sing- a place for singles. <laughs> no, but uh, so I was in this new ta- relatively new town. I've been there a couple months and didn't know many people there at all. And I'm sure you were rich, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. So I used Hoopla like crazy. The local library was really awesome. It was actually very close to me. But Hoopla was the easiest way. I, I listened to so much music, watched TV shows, movies, all that kind of stuff. It was a great resource for a relatively lonely time in my life. <laughs> Hell yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So I use Hoopla a lot more than Libby because the library system I'm in the Richmond Public Library in Virginia has a lot more content on Hoopla than it does on Libby. And that's just like a thing. Where you live, it might be different. So what I do when I'm looking for an audiobook is I check Libby if it is not available or not available for a long time. I check Hoopla if it is not available, then I'll go see if I can purchase it through Libro FM. If it's not available for a long time, then I have to make a choice of if I really need to read this right now, if it's for a book club, or if it's like relevant to me in this moment, or if I just want to get on the wait list and read it whenever it comes up. Yeah. Right now on Hoopla, I'm listening to The Food of the Gods, The Search for the Original Tree of Knowledge, A Radical History of Plants, Drugs, and Human Evolution by Terrence McKenna. Freaking awesome. Wow. Oh my gosh. That was a lot in that no, title. I know. And I was like, what is this? And I did not understand until I got like halfway through the book. And I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm finally understanding what we're talking about here. <laughs> it's basically wow. like a hum- like an anthropological history of drugs. It's so interesting. That's very it's very cool. cool. Talking about like the olden days shrooms. And by like the olden days, I mean like Neanderthals, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway. Wow. Also, for me on Hoopla, you know, screw turfs, all women are women, but like I at times like to listen to Harry Potter. (laughs) It is soothing unto me. And so for me, the Harry Potter series is always available on Hoopla. So I'll like rent it, listen to a chapter, return it immediately. Yeah. Because it's cool to get it for free. Just we don't want to pay for it. Exactly. Exactly. And I want to say too that both of these, Libby and Hoopla, offer ways for you to also get courses like i think a lot of people have heard of the great courses it's just like courses available online where they they post lectures and stuff from college courses and things so it's really interesting i know about it because my grandfather is really into that stuff he like that's his favorite use of the internet is to either watch ted talks or the great courses he loves that stuff but they have they have opportunities for you to do that through the app too. It's not necessarily what you can check out on the app, but each one has sort of a pathway for you to get to see some different courses, even courses like work courses, you know, like things about Excel, like how to build an Excel yeah. spreadsheet, things like that. Super useful. 
So useful. And then I also, my grandfather and I actually talk a lot, so I'm going to bring him up again. I tried to get him hooked up with Hoopla, and at his library system, he lives in a much more rural area, small town, so smaller library. They don't have Hoopla, which surprised me because I kind of thought that one was everywhere. But they did offer something called Canopy uh, with a K. Okay. Never heard of this And one. that was, yeah, that one, that's the first time I've heard of it, and he loves it. It's strictly more for videos. So movies, documentaries, TV series, things like that. But apparently they have over 30,000 classic and indie movies, documentaries, and TV series. Wow. That's very cool. Thank you for all of this information. I'm going to go downstairs no and see if I can pull up Canopy on my smart TV. It feels like you should be able to, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, he loves it. So highly recommend. <laughs> For my grandfather. <laughs> so yeah, there are, I'm sure, more. And especially when you're in different areas, I'm sure there's other apps. Yeah, definitely let us know on social media. Tag us what, what apps do you use? Because I'm sure this isn't like a comprehensive list. This is just what we're familiar with. No, not at all. And I, you know, I even did some research beyond just what I use uh, and found some, but just wanted to talk about the ones I was more familiar with. But there's, yeah. there's a bunch out there awesome. for sure. Library apps are free, easy to use, and access, and full of hours of entertainment and information. And that's how you book. This episode was written and edited by me, Mary Peyton Crook. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Our theme music was produced by Jason Hilton. Please check out the show notes for a link to the accompanying blog post, and visit us online at Wildling Press on social media, or at wildlingpress.com.